0: listening to the weekly service podcast crowdsourced wisdom to help you reimagine life harley hefford is a drama teacher who today's curator ike describes as the most creative person he knows harley talks about why he thinks everybody is innately creative how play might be useful in darker times and how he brings imagination into his daily life and overcomes blocks Join Harley on this exploration of imagination as a multi-tool. I think one of the most exciting moments of my life was watching a drunk teenager fall down a set of stairs. Um, That's my, that's my hook sentence. (laughs) Um, How could that be relevant? Let's find out. Um, (laughs) Um. Yeah so a few years ago me and some friends made this half hour interactive performance and um, we had done it at a festival and it seemed to go pretty well so we decided to um, put it on all day at Edinburgh Gardens in the Rotunda just on repeat and um, yeah I think I kind of liked that thing where it was like people might just stumble on it and um, hopefully have the experience of like oh the world is full of um, random crazy little performances that you didn't even know about and that weren't advertised or anything that were just kind of occurring in public. Um, So we were doing that and gradually as we did it throughout the day we got a bit more audience each time as people kind of noticed us and were curious as to why all these people in costume were um, up there in the rotunda just doing this performance. Um, and we changed character every time just to keep ourselves on our toes as well, so um, we were just kind of hastily like giving each other the costumes and changing like behind the rotunda and running up <laughs> again to do the next show. Um, it was a lot of fun, and then on the final version, halfway through the performance, this group of teenagers who might have been high on life, but I think were <laughs> Probably higher in other ways. Um, really, like <laughs> ascended the staircase, and um, it had cut, got so packed at that point that they just had to sit on the ground and the performers couldn't really move anymore. So they were just like standing where they were, and we abandoned all the like blocking and movement, and they just had to sort of say their lines to each other, trapped <laughs> with like all these people sitting around their feet, and. Um, and it still seemed to go really well. And these teenagers were really enthusiastic, which was great. They, I feel like they really enjoyed the show. Um, and then right towards the end, one of them stood up and said something like, wow, that was great, and then sort of promptly like, fell and just stacked it, um, which was, of course, the most spectacular moment of the show. And we, nothing we dreamed up got close to being as interesting as that. Um, And it was also a bit worrying, of course, because he really, it's a fairly big staircase. And um, so then some of his friends have scampered down after him. And we were like halfway through the final dramatic scene, which we just kind of had to abandon. And then he kind of calls out, I'm okay!" And Everyone like clapped and they ran off back into the park, um, potentially feeling like it was all a dream or something like that, I'm not sure. and it was great. I think a, a reason that I found that really energizing and exciting is because it felt like these two groups of um, maybe the the public who had come to see our show, which was one or two families and a, a few of our friends who are in their 20s or 30s. And then this group of pretty rowdy teenagers. Um, I feel just like all those people might not have connected and shared a community and shared a moment um, otherwise or, you know, in just an everyday context and something about this wacky, crazy, colourful thing we were doing, sort of um, brought all these people together for a moment of of real community. Um, So I thought that was really awesome. And I think um, that's one of my favourite things about creativity or imagination or play. I think it has the power to um, connect people. um, And I think that's really exciting. so yeah, that's what I, I really wanted to talk about today um, and I think both um, the ways that imagination, creativity and play can be really useful as a tool um, for people to connect with each other and then also, um, I'm also really interested in sort of one's relationship with oneself um, and I think I'm potentially a person who spends a lot of time in my own head. I'm sure there's some other people out there who would say, yeah, I relate to that um, and so that, you know, in terms of whatever it might be, your inner voice or um, your interior experience and uh, maybe you would describe it as like your relationship with yourself. Um, I think a lot about, about that and about how um, that can become like a, a fun or exciting relationship and maybe, you know, move away from like, what are we doing? I don't know. Ah, oh, like, what are you doing? I also don't know. Like, this sort of, like, crazy, um, like, two-way anxiety train um, and more like, hey, this could be fun. Yeah, I know. Like, great. You're so right. What about a thylacine? Yeah, let's get a thylacine. And, um, uh, yeah, I feel like it's a constant, I don't know, journey or, like, point of, interest in my life to um, explore ways to do that and I think for me it feels like there's this particular flow or this sort of um, creative playful and imaginative like rhythm that I'll notice myself in for, for moments um, definitely you know couldn't claim to be there all the time it's, but maybe that sort of feels like the dream or something and then I think I'm a bit interested in like what are the, the ways that I might be in that space more of the time um and particularly in um you know tough moments or or dark times what are ways that um you know i don't want to be thinking about ballerinas and thylacines because i'm not having a good time i can't just like do some playful exercise but maybe what's a, a way that that sort of spirit could be could be helpful in in combating that a bit um yeah so um that's some of the things that I was going to say there. Great. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, something else I wanted to, to talk about is I, I think that for me, like creativity is um, feels as natural as, as breathing or even as important as breathing. Um, I feel like a lot of this will be a little bit like preaching to the choir as well. I imagine a lot of the people in this room right now are really on board with this sort of thing. But um, yeah, hopefully still useful or interesting as a a point of reflection today um and yeah i think that we often like um you know through our education and everything it feels very on the sides i've been a high school drama teacher for five years and there's the constant battle of like it's a real subject like (laughs) we we matter um and so that's maybe one example of you know like other qualities um, being considered more important um, But I, th- I think for me, I think about it a lot as like in the same way as breathing like inhaling and exhaling It's like you kind of take in all these things from the world inevitably through just living. It's like information and experiences relationships that like you can't go a day without inhaling all this content and then for me like creativity or Imagination is the exhale and like what am I what can I do with all this stuff i've taken in um, and I don't think it necessarily has to be some formal artistic practice like oh you need to have a poetry or a painting practice as as the way to exhale or the outlet, but I think that even just some general um, that spirit of creativity and playfulness, whether it's like noticing patterns or I feel like um, writing down every red thing I saw today when I get home or whatever it might be like I think some of that kind of spirit if you can access it um, personally feels like a real way to process and a way for me to sort of be invested or um, even take control of my experience a bit like not feel passive like I'm just kind of going through life and all these things are happening to me but even just by yeah, writing down all the red things I saw today, that's a way that I can be like selective and active about my experience and, and putting something out there. Um, yeah, so I, I wanted to quickly mention one of my favourite books, which is called Free Play by Stephen um, which is a book about creativity. And he kind of talks about like everybody has this um, creative flow. Maybe it's almost like a stream coming from above your head that passes through you um, and that every person is creative um, inherently which I definitely believe Um, and in this book he talks about the idea of having different creative blocks and that rather than anybody needing to become more creative or gather the skills to have more, more of that creative flow that in fact everybody has a great powerful creative flow going through them and that um, people develop different blocks, which I imagine is these kind of like cubes in between my like intestines or something <laughs> um, And that um, these can be you know noticed or, or worked with and like a really classic one I suppose is perfectionism And I think I think about the blocks a lot as like questions So maybe the question is like what's the point of doing this if it won't be perfect or um, will people hate me if I make this painting that isn't perfect or you know whatever those those questions might be um, or even some really big um, pretty tough questions like isn't there enough art in the world already Why why do I need more of it or like aren't there these great people who have been training in a cave in France for 20 years and a, yeah. like they're doing this aren't they so much better than me like why, do, why would I do a painting when they could do a painting um, and et cetera, et cetera I think there's all those sorts of questions and um, yeah I think there's a lot of value perhaps in like identifying those and then um, like for me that sort of spirit I was talking about of like well creativity is so nourishing and so important for you um, on a personal level that feels like it um, combats some of those questions like it's like well you know why would I do this when the master in the French cave could do it, um, it well it's sort of like oh well, it's not about I don't know being better or it's not about the fact that this that I need to outdo this French master who like really needs to get some fresh air because he's been <laughs> in the cave for a long time, long time. Um, it's like um uh, for me, you know, just for me personally, this will be a really rewarding or meditative experience, or whatever that might be, um, or even that f- for me connecting with my creative self and feeling excited and um, the the zest or like vibrance that comes through that is enough of a goal and enough of like a worthwhile prize in its own right. Um, that the outcome doesn't even matter so much Um, so I've yeah, I guess I've spent a lot of the last 10 years making theatre shows as Iko was kind of mentioning and um, bread pineapple (laughs) as well Um, (laughs) at least once Um, and um, yeah I suppose that it's been interesting, like I have made a lot of independent or sort of underground stuff, um, often if I have gotten reviews they haven't been very good, um, and, um, there's, it's, it's chaotic, you know, we, like the show we did, um, Time Hob, like there's, I think there's a lot of great things, a lot of awesome things happened, but we, it was a big day, it was hot, it was, the show went to like 3am or something, I think that you had like a sunstroke, that was, Way, yeah a- <laughs> so that was like every was so <laughs> a, a, de- a dedicated performer who yeah so there was definitely it could be accused of um, having a lot of messy or chaotic elements but I think that um, the you know we ended up with like maybe 40 or 50 of us involved and the spirit that we all shared and the energy and the like the audience had such a good time and there was a lot of like, oh, the mic didn't work for that song or the, um, I guess we didn't get time to paint that set piece. It was just sort of half done or whatever. Um, but I suppose that if, um, yeah, if we had have been held back by those thoughts of it needing to be something, then that might not have happened at all and it still felt like a, a vehicle for a lot of us to connect and um, express ourselves and, and put that energy out there. So... Um, yeah, in my mind, those things still feel really worthwhile. Um, yeah. Oh, and I also want to talk about another favorite book quickly, um, which is Improv by Keith Johnstone, who's uh, one of the classic, um, people in the world of, of improv. And, um, I really like this moment, uh, he talks about, um, of this painting exercise where, uh, a um, bunch of people were sort of invited to follow these instructions. First, you put a series of black lines on the page. Then in the gaps between the black lines, you add a particular color and so on and so forth. And the, um, I guess the exercise was almost like a trick or a trap. It was kind of designed to um, make these people produce very messy and um, unbeautiful pieces um and i think in the story some of them even like tore holes in the page because they were being asked to put so much paint onto this bit of paper and make all these motions and they ended up with just these kind of scrunched up um you know weird bits of black paper that nobody in the story felt particularly proud of um and the and then he sort of showed a um a bunch of Uh, the same people who have done the same exercise who were like um, five and six year olds um, who had something about the quality of their work was so much like more authentic and so much better. And I suppose the idea was the lack, lack of judgment or something because the kids were like, yeah, there's a hole in it. I don't mind. I'll use that and I'll work with that. Um, And the, yeah, sort of the point of the story was that the, um, the freedom that the kids had allowed them to to do that, and um, there 's something else there that I really like where he talks about the idea of being original, and people often think of original as like means that it has to have never been done before, but um, he suggests this new idea of like original is connected to the origin, so um, your own origin and sort of if something 's authentic or if it 's true for you, then it doesn 't necessarily mean it matter if it 's been done before, it just needs to be. Um, like we can sort of tell somehow innately when you look at something like, oh, I feel like the person meant that or there feels like integrity to it. And even though it's a, um, you know, sort of impressionist style painting of some lilies and I feel like I've seen that before somewhere. I feel like that person was feeling connected to lilies and was like, wanted to do that. And that's like original in the sense of origin rather than, Yeah, this thing of, like, everything's been done before, so therefore there's no new ideas and um, that sort of thing. So I really like that. Um, Yeah, and then one, uh, I suppose, of the final things I wanted to talk about was going back to that idea of um, creativity, play, and imagination in in dark times. And this is definitely something I don't have any... um, you know, answers for or like concrete thoughts about, but I'm yeah, I'm really curious and definitely thought it it would be interesting to bring it up as a a topic for for thought and and discussion um, and yeah, I suppose in my own life I feel very lucky or very glad that I, I don't feel too much of a sense of creative block personally and I probably end up doing creative things every day and like it's just really. I don't know, it feels very in flow. Like, I noticed I had an extra 15 minutes before I got the bus this morning and I just added to this painting I was doing and there's no, like, I can kind of just dive straight in, which, um, yeah, I feel really grateful for. Um, But definitely whenever I'm um, not feeling good, when things are tough or when I'm, you know, going through whatever sort of tough time, I feel very, um, uh, like, it's much harder to access that personally personally Um, which yeah maybe other people relate to and I suppose sometimes there's that sense of like oh I can um, I'm feeling a lot so I can kind of write down my thoughts and this can be great um, content to use later um, because I've got all these uh, like ideas that I've put down Um, and I think that can be great but I'm curious about ways that in that space it might be possible to um, connect with the the sort of playfulness and the, um, the creativity that was there before, and um, like some something I'm thinking about a bit is from like just adult therapy. I heard about this idea where you write letters between your inner child and your adult self, um, and that exercise seems really cool. Like when you're in this space of feeling. Um, you know immature and frustrated and being like why do I have to go to work like I don't want to do that I don't want to have to get money like this is this is dumb I just want to play in the mud and like <laughs> um, to sort of like write that for like you know dear my adult self that uh, you know I don't want, I want to play in the mud um, love from my child and then at a time when you're feeling a bit more put together and um, adulty to take the letter and write a response like, I know that, yes, we have to go to work, but it's (laughs) it's for a good reason and we can invite some mud into our life, but just in a particular sort of context. Um, And so, yeah, I think that sort of idea or even from, um, you know, maybe like the hopeful self to the disillusioned self or something and like creating those Sorts of dialogues is a way that I think um, still sits with the like um, in seriousness or the the feelings there. Um, it isn't trying to be like you feel sad now, do a unicorn dance or something, which I think <laughs> probably people would be like, "I'm no, I'm like feel really depressed. I'm not, I can't I can't access that." So it's, I think some of those like yeah, the writing the letter for me that's something I've tried, and I'm like I can still. Even if I'm in that darker place, I can still access that because it's it's still, like, um, listening to this, the state that I'm in right now or, you know, even a journal prompt that maybe is something like what is um, what's something I find fascinating about the way I'm feeling right now or something like that that's just a little bit targeted and prompting a page of writing that isn't just, like, everything sucks and I hate the world or something. I hope this is relatable. Everyone's like, <laughs> <laughs> man, you've got to go to like therapy or something. Um, but um, yeah, like that sort of, um, yeah, that sort of journal prompt, um, I think, feels, yeah, feels really interesting. Or even, um, um, yeah, setting up like games with friends or something like I'm, you know, I'm having that thought again, like, let's make a tally or something like that um and yeah, different ways of getting that that spirit there. I, maybe I had one more idea about it the other day. um Oh yeah, this is kind of random, but i um, um they are like kind of recently, my housemates were having some disagreements and stuff, and there was a bit of tension um in that classic way. And um, I started doing a series of like news articles about um, <laughs> about it, um, which was super fun. And it's the, the format; it's a real winner of a format to sort of like tensions escalated in the kitchen again. As, you know, nobody claimed ownership of the metal bowl that had been left by the sink for two days, like. And um, so, yeah, that felt like a really fun outlet of. of taking this tense situation being playful and then eventually when everyone was feeling better I shared the articles (laughs) with the (laughs) uh, I I think we enjoyed it Um, yeah great so um, I think that's like most of what I wanted to say Um, and thanks very much for listening